0: Myself, so, I enjoy introducing I, myself.
1: Listen, I will, I, <laughs> I will always and forever hate the uh, say this and and a weird fact about yourself. What's up like a like
2: kooky I fact to, about I you? Want
1: to, uh, I want to beat my head against a wall every time that happens. I See, the thing is, I
0: have so many kooky facts about me <laughs> <laughs>
1: from simply
0: existing. Um, oh, and so, any if I just say... Yeah, I was born in Brazil. People are like, whoa!
1: Cool. Yeah, I always, I always use the, the tried and true. I was born in a, or I grew up in a village. Um, yeah, that One one's pretty teachers, fun. That one's pretty cool I did that the other day. Like... Hello.
0: <laughs> I think them kids call that the doppler effect <laughs>
1: anyway i'm victoria i am emmeline i'm tessa and welcome to shit face facts the podcast where three college bffs with a love for research and alcohol get together each week to teach you something new what's drinking
0: can i go first
1: yes i'm very excited yeah
0: um, I've just been on a streak of not drinking gin and tonic or what like box fuck? wine. Um, so I went to a um, there's a store here where I live that sells like flower and like flower arrangements, but they also sell like other artisanal stuff. And mm, so, artisanal. very it's very hipster, very cool. Is it so- Roses
1: Apothecary?
0: No. <laughs> no. Um, but they have this li- these little, like, cocktail mason jars that have, like, fruits in it and herbs and, like, yeah. a stick of sugar. And so it's from the brand Camp Craft Cocktails. Um, and this is the cranberry martini that has cranberry, lemon, orange, citrus-infused, non-GMO vegan sugar. And so um, on Sunday I... Filled the jar, uh, with the kettle one peach and orange blossom vodka that I had, mm-hmm. and today, and I left it, and I left it in the fridge for like three days. To, like, you know, marinate, I guess. Yeah. And I um, mix it with some Diet seven Up. And I'm currently drinking that in the tumbler that Elan yeah. got us for Christmas. Hell yeah. That says,
1: yeah.
0: let's ooh, get shit-faced. I will post it. a picture on the Instagram when this episode comes out.
1: Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. That's cute as fuck. I love, I love that. That's so cute
0: yes it's very tasty it's very strong so i'm having to dilute it with more (laughs) 7-up so i don't die and Mm -hmm. i'm very drunk so
1: um i i am drinking due due to the fact that this past week has been busy and like a weird mental health week for me (laughs) i'm drinking the exact same shit as last week because i still had yeah that's how we do it that's valid
0: is it Does it make you happy? Does it
1: spark joy? It do. It do spark joy. See,
0: then that's good. I
2: do not drink. I drink a lot of things that do not spark joy. So (laughs) I'm glad that you
0: figured that out. Me too. Is your drink this week sparking joy? no <laughs> oh my
2: god no wait y'all ugh. Uh, we drink so infrequently okay so first of all we either have beer in our fridge which i can't drink or we buy like a 24 pack or whatever of truly lemonades and i drink one a week for 24 fucking weeks <laughs> this is all to say um, we got a 24 pack of Truly Lemonade last week, and so I am drinking 24 black, che-
1: I don't know what, it was like 16,
2: 20. I don't know. Anyway, this is a black cherry lemonade, Truly Hard Seltzer, and what is this? Hold on.
1: Oh, baby. Crack exactly. it. That was
2: a smooth
0: <laughs> crack. Yeah,
2: baby. Mm, it smells like, um, it smells a little bit like, um, cough drops. Mm. So mm.
0: That's, mm. Mm. that's such a nostalgic taste mm, of
1: coffee. being a music uh, I used to, major uh, no. <laughs> uh, I was gonna
0: say I used to eat my
2: grandma's cough drops like candy yeah pretty much
1: staying <laughs> yeah. healthy baby yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know how it be okay um, So, this week I acknowledged the fact that I'm going first, um, and I wanted to uh, provide a topic that was entertaining,
1: um, but also
0: a little spooky, a little kooky, but 100%. Okay. Dookie. I'm joking. That's
1: not it. <laughs> <laughs> spooky. Kooky and dookie, baby. No. No, it's nothing, <laughs> to,
0: do with, it's nothing to do with that. Um, today, I am talking about the Paul is Dead conspiracy theory. Oh, my God. Oh, wow.
1: <gasps> That's pretty alive. spooky and kooky and also I am maybe alive. dookie.
0: <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Tessa, do you, did you listen to the Beatles a fair amount in your youth? Yes, I did. Okay, because I knew Emmeline did,
2: but I was unsure if I you sure had. Did. An embarrassing, sure. embarrassing. Im- I in in high school in like my sophomore year, um, I had this thing called a Beatles fact a day, where every day at lunch <laughs> I would tell my friends a new Beatles fact. Sweet, Ugh, I sweet. wish you were my friend what when a in my nerd. youth. <laughs> We would have been such, oh, I wish we'd met each other, like, five years earlier. I know, man.
0: (laughs) Word. You think that's, you think that's Beatlemania? I was conceived
1: because of the Beatles. Yeah. Thank you very much. yeah. (laughs) It's about time somebody else told their conception story. Gladly. So, my mother
0: is Brazilian, like, she was born in Brazil, raised in Brazil. She is 100% Brazilian. And as a child, she was born in, like, the late 50s, and so she was a child, but, like, she still... she A child. She, a ch- <laughs> no. <laughs> she, um, she was a big fan of the Beatles, like, in their prime. And so she wanted to understand what they were singing about, you know, because she didn't speak English, she spoke Portuguese. And so she learned English, and she was so good at it that by the time she was in high school, she was fluent in English. And she, yeah, so she was fluent in English, which led her to work for the American consulate in Sao Paulo, um, where she met my dad, who was there for a trade show, and she was the event coordinator for the American consulate, and so that's how they met, and Mm. um, so I like to say that I was conceived because of the Beatles, that's what she says too. Bada bing, bada boom. boom. So yeah, I grew up listening to the Beatles, because my mom's still a big fan. Um, I had that Beatles phase in uh, middle school and high school, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, there we go.
1: I also did y'all ever watch that animated Yellow Submarine movie? Oh yeah, of course. No, yeah, that was yes. one of my, That was a regular in the in, in my household.
0: So oh, I will admit guess. that I I have never watched it. Oh, <laughs> fake fan. She's it's a fake, fake pretty fan. Great. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I see. I, I know, didn't watch any fan. of like the like the animated. Shorts or like the Beatles movies or films because yeah. I do know Yellow Submarine is the soundtrack to the movie, yeah. Um, but I did write a paper in undergrad, um, about the uh, cultural literary theory in Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, so I do know yeah, a lot about Sgt. Pepper's, um, which will come up two later, things later in this, um, in this topic. Okay, so, let's so first.
2: Oh wait, 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 wait! Oh, I, just wanna, I just want to—I just want no. i just wanted to tell you, Victoria. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay. You do not have to consume all of some all of the media of something you're a fan of to be a fan.
1: Yes. Just so Word. we cleared that up, because people are shitty. Mm-hmm.
2: People are shitty. Also, you definitely analyzed Mozart's birth chart for our senior <laughs> seminar. So. So I'm just going <laughs> <that out there. laughs> to I do if, that. I don't know if you wanted to bring that back for an episode or what, but
0: I, <laughs> just so everyone knows,
1: she's a fan of Mozart. Yeah, my next
0: topic actually was me analyzing, (laughs) (laughs) interpreting Mozart's birth chart in relation to his Jupiter symphony, which is exactly what my senior (laughs) seminar paper was about. Um, God, maybe if I just run out of topics, I'll just um, regurgitate every paper I wrote in undergrad. Uh, If y'all don't think, if y'all think we aren't going to hear about castration. In, uh, Italy, you are wrong. (laughs) That
1: shit's coming up. God damn it.
0: Oh, okay. So my sources for this are Wikipedia, Rolling Stone, Vinyl Rewind, and, um, a YouTuber that I found called Canadian Stun Muffin.
2: Mm -hmm. Woo! Oh, yeah. Those are the hard, hard
0: hitters, baby. (laughs) So, okay. Those deep throat... So, um in case you did not know, Paul McCartney is um a me- was a member of the Beatles, but he's still alive. He's not dead. Just to bring that up, he is not dead. He is very much alive. Or is I don't he? Know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Twilight Zone.
0: <show. laughs> um he was born on June 18th,
1: 1942.
0: Um, or was he? Um <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all my Geminis in here. Um, Oh, hey! Born in Liverpool. (laughs) It's just me! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He was born in Liverpool. I believe that's how they say it. Um, And he joined John Lennon's band, The Quarrymen, in 1957, when he was like 15 years old. And after some of the band members left, and with the addition of George Harrison and Ringo Starr, the name was changed to The Beatles in 1960, and Paul was the bass player. Boom. That's all you need to know about the Beatles, Boom. honestly. Boom. Um, so they were doing pretty well. I want to say locally and internationally. I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty, you know, pretty, pretty they were, well. Pretty they achieved just... some moderate success. <laughs> <laughs> um, but everything changed in 1969. Nice. When a rumor nice. spread that Paul McCartney, um, it, that the Paul McCartney and the Beatles wasn't the real Paul McCartney because the real Paul McCartney was
2: dead.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: Paul, no.
0: So this rumor was so big, so spread out that it circulated around the fan base and also international news outlets. Um, And it ultimately went down as one of the biggest urban legends in rock history. So the first written publication of this rumor was in the February 1967 issue of Beatles Book Monthly, um, which said that Paul uh, died in a car crash on November 9th, 1966, when after a fight he had with his fellow bandmates and he like, you know, just left the studio, got in his car, and just sped off. And the and the road was really icy, so he skidded off and um,
1: <laughs> like he, a hallmark movie. Yeah,
0: and um, he or a and it's been movie,
2: weekends at it. Bernie ever since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ever and since. he um, crashed his car, and he was decapitated and oh dead on god arrival. Yeah, oh my god, they were not fucking around with this. Um, so the band and the record label were so. Worried that this news, the news of his death, would cause so much grief and hysteria that the the remaining three members of the Beatles, John, um, George, and Ringo, held a Paul lookalike contest <laughs> discreetly. Um, right, and yeah. they were and they replaced right. Paul with a man named William Shears Campbell, or Billy Shears.
1: Oh my Hold god! That stop it Hold now. that thought. Hold oh that thought.
0: Um, And so they conveniently found a man who looked, acted, and sounded exactly like Paul McCartney.
1: Conveniently. And they
0: had, um, conveniently also, they had just recently finished touring, and they were getting ready to record and uh, release their newest album, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which would be like a total revamp of the image of the Beatles. Because at this point... Um, Revolver had come out, and that's, like, I want to say the first album where they kind of changed the vibe of their sound, because Rubber Soul is still pretty, like, daring with, like, the sitar in that album, but I want to say that, like, according to my mom, who, you know, saw it, saw it here first, uh, she said that Revolver was the first album where she was like, what the fuck is this? This isn't the Beatles. Oh,
1: okay.
0: And it's actually now her favorite album, so, fun fact. Um... So, yeah. how, <laughs> so how how did this rumor how did this rumor um you know, it it died down a little bit. It was spreading around, it died down a little bit. So how did it come back up? And how did it become the greatest urban legend of Iraq history? So, um Someone called a local radio station and asked to play certain songs that would suggest that Paul was actually dead, and the radio oh. station was like, ah, right, fuck it, it's midnight. I don't have anything else to do. Let's go. Um, and one of the people who listened to this was a college student named Fred Labord, who was tasked, um, who was a part of his like university newspaper, and he was tasked with revu- reviewing Abbey Road when it was released. And he, instead of doing like a typical track by track review, he looked into the conspiracy, the Paul is a conspiracy. Fucking Fred. Oh my God. And he wrote the review, which included clues that would um, suggest that Paul McCartney was actually dead. And that was oh printed in the newspaper and was picked up by other college papers and radio stations, both in the US and the UK. And Jesus. the rumor came back up and it spread like fucking wildfire. Mm. God, Oof, I can imagine like at that. least
1: one person when Fred did this, they were like, God, fucking Fred, he always does way more than we ask him to do. <laughs> and nobody, nobody wants it, but then everybody wanted it.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, and because news stations couldn't confirm or deny this rumor, they just ran with it. And they were oh like, God, yeah, Paul is dead. Um... spooky! And uh, it got to be so absurd that in 1969, nice, um, reporters from Life Magazine trespassed onto Paul's farm in Scotland, and they were, like, bombarding him with questions, like, are you really dead? Like, who are you? Are you Billy Sears? Are you Paul McCartney? Who are you? Um, And Paul was fucking fed up with this, he was like, bah, fuck this shit, and at first he thought the rumor was, like, Amusing, he was like, haha, that's funny. Um, he actually said his official statement was, If I were dead, I'd be the last to know. <laughs>
1: <Hey>. <laughs> good, good one, um, at- Paul. So,
0: in the beginning, he was like, Ha ha, yeah, that's funny, but at this point, he was like, Nah, fuck this shit. And he chased the reporters off his property, um, because he wanted to. I can't to- imagine
1: Paul McCartney chasing anyone.
0: <laughs> um, he just wanted to live like a quiet, simple life with his wife and family, you know. You know, as Paul McCartney. Yeah. Um, He later realized that photographers there may have captured unflattering photos of him um, that he didn't want released into the media. And so he spoke to Life Magazine again and agreed to actually, like, you know, give, like, the official story, like, no, I'm not dead, um, in exchange for the negatives, and so he ended up being the cover story for the November 1969 nice issue of, um, Life Night Nice.
1: Now, now, when you you say unflattering, does he just mean, do you mean, oh my god, they caught me in the wrong light? Yeah, you know, you just (laughs) like, you're just chilling at home,
0: you're watching TV, you're wearing sweatpants and like a like a tank top and your slippers and suddenly now you have to chase fucking reporters <laughs> yeah. off your lawn you
2: know like oh, shoot, I'm wearing yelling what I'm the fuck I'm wearing clothes? the bad
0: swim sweatpants today
2: Is it unflattering like you caught me in a in a sexual affair oh.
1: oh See that's what that seems more serious to me and I would get that Me too I would understand that a little bit more nah. than like I, think, I look ugly I think I
0: think yeah. Paul McCartney has like a certain level of vanity in him um, That's fair. I can understand. I can see he that. He does have amazing hair. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I
2: guarantee you he's paying yeah. you money for that hair.
0: Oh, yeah. for sure. And so um he he didn't want that show that shown on to like the actual media. Um and so right. he was released in this Life magazine issue and this served as the source that officially de- like debunked the rumor and it died down shortly after this issue was released. But the Beatles would end up breaking up pretty soon. Because this is 1969 and the Beatles are like almost done with each other. Nice. Sorry. And, um, And in 1970 is when they actually like broke up. And so what difference does it make? So what if Paul McCartney was actually dead? What difference does it make? Anyway. Um, so like I said, at the time, Paul thought this theory was really amusing, and in true fuckboy beetle fashion, the band would go on and poke fun at the theory and leave, like, little clues in their songs and albums of that could suggest that Paul was actually dead. Little so let's shits, go
1: ap- I love them. <laughs>
0: let's go over these clues. Now, I'm gonna go- not go- I'm not- let me start that over. I'm not gonna do all of them, because I would literally take up all the time of this podcast, so I'm gonna go over just a few- it's a lot, but, um, <laughs> so, um, I'm just gonna go album by album, and so, okay. this all started with Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, of course, which was Billie released Shears, in ni- yeah. 1967. Um, the cover of the album is, if you've never seen it, it's like a Mod Podge arts and crafts collage of, like, different cultural icons, and oh, to wow. quote the paper that I wrote in undergrad, um, <clears throat> as I'm <an laughs> um, sorry, source,
2: self-plagiarizing? Self-plagiarizing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... On it, the album cover, we see the Fab Four dressed as Ed- as the Edwardian Marching Band and they are surrounded by previous representations of themselves as well as different intellectual, cultural, and religious characters. These icons include Bob Dylan, Edgar Allan Poe, Marilyn Monroe, Carl Jung, Albert Einstein, and a Lakshmi doll, to name a few. Anyway, I just wanted to quote myself. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so on the cover... Um, everyone, all the people on the album cover have their bodies facing Paul, with Paul being the only one facing dead center. Haha, ha, get it? Um, yeah. <laughs> ha, ha, ha 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 ha. And there are some people who are showing like their open palm, which is supposedly a symbol that signifies death and Eastern mysticism. Um, I don't know how true that is, but that's what the conspiracy theorists say. Hmm. Um, okay. All the members of the Beatles are holding instruments, but Paul is the only one holding a black instrument. Ooh. Oh my God. Uh, if you hold a mirror to the bass drum on the cover, um, you can read the sentence. It says, um, let me look it up real fast. Hang
1: the fuck Sorry, on. Do you I have that right. one on vinyl? I don't think I do, but I really want to look at that. I do. I do, my friend my friend
0: Arizona gave it to me for my birthday. And I love her. Nice. I treasure her. Aww. Yes, so on the bass drum on the cover album it says Lonely Hearts in like the middle. Uh-huh. And so if you hold okay. a mirror up to that, supposedly, it says I, like the Roman numeral, I won, like one, like O N E one, I X he die. Which means that Paul McCartney died on November 9th. So like okay. I <laughs> one and then one spelled out. So one 11, which is the month of November. Oh my I X, which is nine. No November 9th, he died. No
1: uh, <laughs> God, that's such a reach. Jesus Christ.
0: No nope. people uh, will find
1: uh, people will find anything if literally it, if yes. they want to. You know what I mean. <laughs>
0: I'm not done. There's more.
1: Oh, I know.
0: (laughs) At the very bottom of the cover, we see a freshly buried grave covered by um, a bunch of flowers that are in the shape of a left-handed guitar. Ooh. If you don't know, Paul McCartney is (laughs) (laughs) left-handed. Ooh. And also, if you look closely, the the flowers also spell out Paul question mark. Ooh. <laughs> um, also on the cover, they're wearing these like band costumes, they're like military band costumes, and so Paul has a, a patch on his costume that says, that it, it looks like it says OPD, which stood for officially pronounced dead. Um, but this stop is, it This is debunked because the badge actually says OPP which stands for Ontario oh. Provincial Police.
1: <laughs> I'm Oh <okay>. well uh... <laughs> De-bu- debunked. Debunked Literally <laughs> the Ghost Adventures like debunked stamp. <laughs> yeah. Um on the back
0: cover it's a picture of John Ringo, Paul and George. And John, Ringo, and George are all facing forwards while Paul is facing the back. That must mean he's dead. Yes, you know, obviously. um, And George's finger is pointing to the words Wednesday morning at 5 o'clock, which are lyrics from She's Leaving Home, um, Mm -hmm. which is presumably the time that Paul was pronounced dead. Oh, my (laughs)
1: God. Yes.
0: Um... And the title album, the title song of the album has a line stating, So let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears. Ha ha, get it? Because that's the guy that Paul was replaced oh my with. God. Um, yes, so alludes to him. Um, and after that song is With a Little Help from My Friends, which starts off going, Billy
1: Shears. Just, but know. Ringo sings yeah. the song. It's exactly! Not even Paul. Exactly! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tessa, you read my, you read my mind. (laughs) Swear to God.
2: Um, and on the. Do they ever, do they ever address who Billy Shears is?
0: I didn't look into it that much. Yeah, not that I know of, but
1: (laughs) also we we know and love the Beatles for being cryptic as fuck for no reason. No, literally. Who cares?
0: They are absurdist as hell. They literally write lyrics and sing them for the sake of it being stupid and crazy. So, there's... Is, is, is Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds actually about LSD? Don uh, Lennon says it's uh, not. Well, um, <laughs> I trust him more than... <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so, on the, on the B side of the album, the song A Day in a Life has the lyrics, He Blew His Mind Out in a Car... Win. I always assumed
1: that meant that somebody like shot themselves. Yeah, exactly. You see, it does. I, yeah. I think
0: well, mm, or he got high in his car. I don't know. Um. Oh, that I, I never
1: think about the drugs. <laughs> I always forget about it. Yes.
0: There are plenty of drugs. <laughs> There are so many, literally my paper, half of it is only about drugs, so (laughs) there are plenty of drugs. Um, so next album is Magical Mystery Tour. Um, the record booklet that has, like, all those pictures and, like, you know, whatever, um, it it has a ton of clues in it that would suggest that Paul is dead. Um, like, you know, again, open palms, there's, like, pictures of Paul McCartney barefoot, you know, supposedly those symbolize death. Um sorry to burp uh in the song I Am the Walrus, if you play the end of it backwards, you can hear oh the chant god. Paul is dead, ha ha. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my um, god. And at the end of Strawberry Fields Forever, you can um hear John saying, I buried Paul, but he's actually saying cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, oh. I, I have things to say, but I'm gonna let you finish first.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can we can we can go off in the comments oh. after this. Um, so the next album is the White Album, iconic, Chef's Kiss. Um We all know Revolution number no. nine. Um it's creepy as fuck. Um yeah. but at the beginning of it, it starts out with a voice repeatedly saying like number 9, number 9, right, you know. Right. And like they just invented stereo around this time, so it's going like like in their headphones it's really cool. Um, but if you play it backwards, it sounds like um, it sounds like the voice is saying turn me on dead man. Eh. No it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> There's like a there's like a ton of YouTube videos. There's a YouTube video yes. um by Vinyl Rewind. That's the YouTube channel. Um, and they it's like 30 minutes only about this. So I only watched okay, half Okay, listen. It,
2: <laughs> here's my question. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's say you are trying to you know encrypt this message that Paul is dead into your music, painstakingly you somehow figure out that number 9 backwards sound like turn me on dead man. Okay, why is that the phrase you're trying to communicate? I
1: know. Why I, turn me on dead man? Why is it so sexual? It <laughs> <laughs> the listen, the amount of qu- the uh, you know, my little drunk brain is like <laughs> w- just everything's scrambling <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. Yes.
0: Exactly. Which is why it's stupid.
1: <laughs>
0: but anyway, there's more. Um, in the transition between God. I'm So Tired and Blackbird, if you play that backwards, you hear, you hear Paul is dead, man, I miss him, miss him, um, which is what John says, because at the end of <laughs> oh uh, I'm God. So Tired, you hear John saying like a bunch of gibberish, which also could mean because he, he's gib- he's speaking gibberish because he's tired, as the song suggests, I am so tired, um, also, yeah.
1: John's fucking weird.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. In the song Glass Onion, there's a lyric that says, Here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Don't know what that means. It can't be related to the rumor because this song was released in 1968, which is before the rumor was spread. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Okay. Next mm. and final album, Abbey Road. Um, so I think I know this one. Yes, so this is the, <laughs> <laughs> this is the um, album that, uh, what's his face? The college student. Sorry, I gotta scroll back up. Uh, Fred? Fred Laborde, yes. This is the album that he reviewed for his um, school newspaper um, that started all this shenanigans. Um, the album cover shows the Fab Four, the Beatles, crossing the street, you know, Abbey Road. Yep. And this supposedly represents a funeral pr- procession. So from left to right it's George, Paul, Ringo and John. John is at the very front wearing all white and he represents the preacher. Ringo is dressed oh in all black and is behind John which makes him represent the undertaker. And oh then God. it's and then it's um Paul and then before Paul like behind Paul is George. Wearing all denim, good old-fashioned Canadian tux. um, And he represents the gravedigger. And Paul is in front of George, wearing a black suit. He's out of step with the other ones. Like, they're all stomping with their, like, left foot. And he's the only one, like, starting with his right foot. And he's holding a cigarette in his right hand, which is his non-dominant hand. And it's pointing to the ground, which symbolizes, um, uh, is a sign of mourning in Sicily. Supposedly, and he's also barefoot, and he represents the corpse.
2: Did anyone? We know they're not Sicilian, right? Like, yes, (laughs) British
1: band. Did, um, did, ever, did anyone ever think that like Maybe they wanted that symbolism But not to just say that Paul was dead Maybe they just liked that symbolism And Paul happened to end up being the corpse
0: Mm-hmm. And I think this is the At this point they are poking fun Because Abbey yeah, was yeah. released in 1969, 70 It doesn't matter Nice um, And so at this point they're like Haha, what if we uh, <laughs> made a joke <laughs> Because um, they would! That's, oh. Yes. <laughs> so, um, there's also a Volkswagen Beetle in the back, um, in the album cover, that has a license plate, 28 if. Um, oh 2-8-I-F, which means 20, uh, Paul would be 28 if he were still alive. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, <laughs> ah. um, But, again, this is debunked, because uh, he was actually 27 when the album came out. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Ah. busted and the first track of the album is come together with the lyrics come together right now over me
1: like a funeral who oh what literally <laughs> any funeral any funeral uh. why does it okay
0: um
1: that wasn't ah. on the YouTube video
0: that's the one that I added because I was like what <laughs> <laughs> um so like I said there are a lot more clues that would that point to like Paul's sub- supposedly being dead, but they would take forever if I went over all of them. Um, but John Lennon called this conspiracy theory the stupidest rumor I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> and people also believe that a possible reason for this rumor being spread was for Capitol Records to sell more albums.
1: Okay. Yeah. And
0: sure enough, the Beatles albums did sell more when people believed that Paul Oh my was dead. god. <laughs> So it hey, it was work, capitalism all along. For, uh, God yep. damn it! It's always fucking capitalism. All along. It. It. Um. So nowadays, a lot of people do believe this rumor to be false, but the YouTuber Canadian Stud Muffin says otherwise. No. Um. Canadian he stud has a three-minute video on YouTube, and he shows a picture of the Beatles from like 1962 or 1963 and it's them like walk. it's like a candid shot, and in the picture, it's the four of them, Paul is in the back, um, John, Ringo, and George are like in the front, and you can see that Paul is like a little bit taller than John, um, but then he shows a second picture, he doesn't say what year it's from, and it's like an actual studio photo, and you see that it's again, The three of them, John, Ringo, and George in the front, and then Paul in the back. And it looks like John, Ringo, and George are all sitting, like, on a stool or something. And then Paul is, like, considerably taller than the other three. And so this YouTuber says this obviously means that Paul McCartney was replaced. um, (laughs) Obviously. Because the new Paul McCartney is too tall. (laughs) (laughs) It's not good enough. Try so again! You can't lose! <laughs> so this is trash evidence. Um, you know. But it's funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, either way, Paul McCartney is 78 years old. Yeah! Today. <laughs> if, he's still, if! 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 <laughs> if! 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 <laughs> if! <laughs> um, yeah, he's still kicking. He's still releasing new music. He released an album last year. He got married in 2011. Um, he's Sir Paul McCartney now. So, yeah, yeah. Um, he's doing just fine. The I, end. Wow. I,
1: okay, here's, <laughs> here's the thing I was going to say. Why do you think, why would anyone think, right, that if Paul McCartney actually died and they had to find a doppelganger so that nobody knew, why would they leave hints saying that Paul yeah. McCartney was dead. Why would yeah. they're fucking with you, okay? <laughs> they they're all little Listen, I dude. have here it's, here's the thing. I think another reason that I like the Beatles so much is because I tend to like people. I don't know why, but I like people that like you're a little shit. I like you, you know, <laughs> like that. That's why I like Bo- Joe Bosti... I almost said Bo It's Bo- um, <laughs> Joe-
0: <laughs> My favorite master chef, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like Joe Bostianich.
1: He's she's a little shit, and I love it. He's all he's so mean. I kind of love him for it. God, you know when I mean? he fucking
0: like looks at you while he's like eating the food, yeah, and he just like he, turns he, around, walks away. Yeah, when he
1: tastes the food, says nothing and walks away. I'm like, you're such a bitch. I love you, right? <laughs> so like, all all those all those men. Our little worlds, such little shits and that's why I love them they're little shits they're fucking with you they're fucking with you it's okay accept it it's fine it's that's okay. all I have
0: to say you can take a joke you might think you can't but you actually I can I promise it be, it's you, you amazing can. what you can do without you knowing
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's all I had to say yes that's it
0: um Wild. wow yes Emmeline thoughts
2: Uh, I just, I don't understand what they think it's accomplishing. Like, (laughs) right? Who cares? Poor Paul. Yeah, like, I I just, I want to know. Here's the thing. I want to know, where is the family out there missing the 20-something-year-old Paul (laughs) look-alike? Right. Where's that family going? We just don't know what happened. One day our son coincidentally looked exactly like Paul McCartney. (laughs) I know. Like, were they silenced by the like, uh, who who would even who would carry this out, Interpol like yeah like uh, also <laughs> I, I had this I had this yeah,
1: if they had a whole <laughs> if they had a whole thing where they were like hey people come in and let's see if you look and sound like Paul McCartney. Like, it would have gotten out that somebody was doing yes. it. Somebody also, would have slipped up and been like, oh, I went in for this Paul McCartney lookalike thing because he's fucking dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> what?
0: Yeah. I just Googled Billy Shears and Ringo Starr came up. So what's the truth? Mm, okay,
2: know. so here's, here's the thing. Here's why I asked if you knew where Billy Shears comes from. Because I know from my Beatles fact Day that Paul <laughs> McCartney, or sorry, not Paul McCartney, Ringo's dream before joining the Beatles was to go to beauty school and become a hairdresser, a barber in Texas. So Cheers. I wonder if that was like his stage name for the album or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's what I think that's always what I assumed is that like they they kind of created these characters for yeah. Sergeant Pepper's and that yeah, his like was Mr. Billy Kai Shears. Pete. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It was like a circus thing and his was Billy yeah. Shears. Listen. So, y'all are making it so much harder than it needs to be you know? if, y'all
0: pa- if y'all want a patreon special of me reading my paper from undergrad just say just say when
2: oh my I god i will gladly y'all is, do it is this our patreon pitch is our patreon are pitch just it? you get access to us reading our papers from college because <laughs> oh i have god. so many papers on penises i have so many papers on
0: penises <laughs>
1: oh my god!
0: amazing God, what a what an oh. idea!
1: Oh yeah, look at us <laughs> <those> visionaries! <laughs> wow.
0: Um, but yeah, that's Economics. all I have on the Paul is dead conspiracy theory. Amazing, it's very interesting. Thank you
1: for that. Snaps. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I love it. Snaps.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, before I get started,
2: uh, Tim literally just texted me just now. I don't know if he got this from somewhere. He said all of those people who got their Stimmy checks on Saint Patrick's Day. Call that the luck of the IRS. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: That's really. Oh
0: my I hate God. that.
2: OK, after after doing research for uh, this podcast, this episode, there is quite literally nothing you could tell me. The CIA has done that. I would not believe. There is literally oh my God. nothing. You could be like, "Yeah, my fourth grade birthday party sucked." The CIA ruined it, and I'd be like, "That sounds like them." <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's nothing CIA is too petty. Thing. That's them. Okay, so uh,
1: first Earth now this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so for oh, huh. I'm going to be talking about the failed assassination attempts of Fidel Castro. <laughs>
0: Oh Oof. my God! <laughs> okay, so sorry, no! sorry, 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 sorry. I was playing Animal Crossing, and I actually dug up a tree that I didn't mean to dig up. Oh, whoops!
2: <laughs> wow, how could you? How could I'm sorry. you? Sorry. <laughs> no, I just
0: exposed myself. I, I, I was playing like, Animal Crossing, Bobby. I was like, box. "Damn, Victoria
2: hates Fidel Castro." <laughs> but, but yes. <laughs> okay, so this title is actually a little misleading. Because by an estimation of his personal bodyguards, there were over 600 failed assassination attempts against Fidel Castro. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So <laughs> there is an organization that is dedicated to investigating the heinous wrongdoings of the CIA called the Church Committee um, that says it probably wasn't quite 600. But yeah, it was a fucking lot. And that's not <laughs> a bad estimation. Yeah. OK, so I'm going to be focusing on six specific attempts by the CIA, right? So, a short recap. I love Cuba. Um, Fair warning. I think that Castro has been unfairly maligned and villainized by Western media. Too long didn't read. I do not think Cuba is any worse than the United States. Period. The end. Um, Yeah. So, Castro is a Cuban revolutionary. And uh, Next. Yeah. Uh, Stuff is shitty here. Stuff is shitty there. There's no place where stuff is great. Okay, great. Next. So... (laughs) Uh, Castro is a Cuban revolutionary and politician who helped to usher in communism in Cuba. He served as the first secretary of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of Cuba. Jesus Christ, a mouthful. From
1: 16.
2: No. was <laughs> From 1965. 1692. <laughs> From 1965 to. I wrote 2911. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did but you But that's mean? definitely supposed to say 2011. OK. OK. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, I believe Castro is like maligned and villainized without question in a lot of Western media as a one-dimensional dictator because we are afraid of communism. Like, too long didn't read, right? So some good things about Cuba. I just want to let everyone know so under Castro Cuban literacy went up from 77 percent to 96 percent in just a few years okay like we're talking like two or three in 2011 UNESCO reported that literacy in Cuba is at 99 percent okay for context the literacy rate in the U.S. is 86 (laughs) percent Cuba has the highest literacy rate in Latin America there's also a joke that doctors are Cuba's biggest import the practice oh they to something called cuban medical internationalism which is a medical diplomacy program started in 1959 today cuba provides more medical aid and personnel to developing nations than all of the g8 nations combined that's all of the like eight big powers Mm. um there are some reports by western news resources that these doctors and nurses are being enslaved by their government but honestly from what they've reported and what they're describing it just sounds like they're kind of in the armed forces in the sense that they're not allowed to just abandon their post um right Mm -hmm. so like i said like i said shit is not worse there than it is here they have health care and they can all read so i don't know uh Currently, Cuba is the only country in Latin America, aside from Brazil, who has the resources to manufacture a vaccine for COVID-19, which they've had to do because... Listen, sad. They've had to do because of US trade restrictions with Cuba, which have made it very, very, very difficult for them to get any COVID vaccines. Oh, fuck. All right. It was capitalism all along. Okay. So here we go. (laughs) Some of the outlandish attempts made on Fidel Castro's life. Number one, the poisoned cigar. According to the Church Committee, Ooh, at the end of mysterious. Eisenhower, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. at the end of Eisenhower's presidency, an operative in the CIA gave a box of Castro's favorite cigars to their medical division and told scientists to poison the cigars. Okay notes on this operation say that the cigars were given to an unnamed person on February 13th, It was Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But that's where the notes stop, okay? It's unclear if the cigars ever made it to Castro, but considering he died in 2011 at the age of 90, it seems highly unlikely. <laughs> uh,
1: indeed.
2: <laughs> Two. Ice cream.
0: Okay. Yeah. Mm, the, the worst killer. <laughs>
2: Apparently, it was a well-known fact that Castro loved ice cream. The CIA teamed up with, get this, the fucking mafia for this one, like some kind of fucked up crossover.
0: The ice cream mafia. Y'all. Damn. Y'all. This is damn the, the sweet life of Hannah Montana we didn't need. Uh,
2: <laughs> the CIA mafia. I can't. I fucking cannot. Okay. So the CIA worked with the mafia to secure poison pills and thousands of dollars to send a Cuban expat at the CIA back to Cuba. His name was Tony Verona and Tony flew back no, to Cuba with was. the po- <laughs> I Of course it was. He flew it, back don't to Cuba you the ice cream <laughs> <laughs> uh, he flew back to Cuba with the poison pills and it's reported that he slipped them to a worker at an ice cream shop who was supposed to put the pills in Castro's ice cream it's unclear whether the pills spilled in the freezer rendering them useless <laughs> or if Cuban authorities discovered the pills but either way the bodyguard I talked about earlier named escalante claims this is the closest the cia ever got to assassinating (laughs) castro
1: pills in his ice cream for some reason because only because you mentioned that the mafia was involved i feel like ice cream was like code word for something else but i don't know what they were like i put it in his ice cream wink wink you know
2: (laughs) Well, I don't know if this makes a difference, but Escalante says it wasn't an ice cream. It was a milkshake. So oh, well, yeah. very different. Uh, got,
1: very different. Yeah, got them. Yeah. Semantics, right? The, the consistency
0: <laughs> of milkshake will kill you much faster.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: okay
2: these next two were never actually fully realized but we do learn two important things from the church committee findings number one there was an anti-castro task force at the cia there was a group of people (laughs) whose entire job y'all i just want us to think about how fucked up this is there was an entire task force whose entire job it was to think up ways to just to just try to kill a man, (laughs) to try to kill the leader of another country. Could you imagine if we, if there was an anti-Macron fucking task force at the CIA, and that was their whole job? Like, anyway, that's that's so fucked up. I'm outraged. Okay, number two, (laughs) no plan is too outrageous for the CIA. All right, now we get to the exploding seashell. Number
1: three. Go on.
2: Castro loved to scuba dive and so plans were floated at the CIA to develop an exploding seashell rigged with explosives to detonate in an area <laughs> where Castro was known to scuba dive. Of course. It sounds
1: like they they took everything that Fidel Castro loved. They said, kill yeah. him with it. <laughs> kill him with it. They, they said, what's they his mother perish. doing? <laughs> <laughs> OK,
2: um, I didn't include this earlier. My uh, re- my sources are a Vox article, an NBC article, Wikipedia, and Vanity Fair. All right, now we're going back. We're <laughs> jumping down. Number two, the poisoned diving suit. I feel
1: like these are like, Ooh,
0: well,
2: like How do you poison uh, a
0: diving suit? <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> Victoria, let me tell <laughs> you. <laughs> With a little poison on the end. They stuck them right. right in there, I'm right, right in his body. <laughs> Uh, what are the
2: what are the like detective novels like Nancy something or other like Nancy, Nancy Drew? Drew I feel like I feel like all of these are just titles of Nancy Drew novels <laughs> you know that one scene
0: from Emperor's New Groove where it's like first I'll turn but, hey. into a flea and then <laughs> I'll put a flea in a box and then and I'll ship the box to myself <laughs> and then when it gets there I'll crush it that was yeah that's number six that's their habit. last
2: plan yeah, yeah there we go <laughs> that's CIA patented See, that connects uh, back to Eartha right. Kitt. That was Eartha Kitt. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> she did it. She had the last laugh. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. oh, okay. Our friends the CIA did have a second plan to uh, that involved diving, and this was to give someone negotiating the release of prisoners during the Bay of Pigs a... Poisoned diving suit to give to Castro as a gift. Mm-hmm, explain. Okay. All right. So the technical Deser- services division of the CIA bought a diving suit, <laughs> dusted the inside with a fungus that causes a skin disease, and swabbed what? the inside of the mask with tuberculosis.
1: <gasps> what the fuck? Yeah. Hmm, I'm immune yeah, what to the that fuck, diving dude? suit. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Wait, Victoria, why are you immune to TB? Oh, every child in Brazil, when they're a wee babe at the like age of a week old, um, they're obligated to get the tuberculosis vaccine. So I have it. Do oh, I, I want have that? No, you I want don't. That. It is not. Veronica doesn't have it because she. <laughs> no, was, you like, silly
2: American. <laughs> okay.
0: Veronica doesn't have you know. it because she was born here in the U.S., but I have Ooh. it because. Um, uh, Brazil. I was Brazil. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: So, uh, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know. the The article, according to the article, this suit never left the lab.
1: So they spent this money. They developed (laughs) this poison suit? Question mark. And it never left the lab. Everyone in the lab got fucking tuberculosis. (laughs) Okay, listen. That was my question.
2: I was like, Do you burn it? Do you put it in a case? Like, do you all
0: try it on at the Christmas party? They put it in a safe and froze it and dug it underground.
1: (laughs) It's it's frozen with Walt Disney.
2: (laughs) Uh, Number five, the pen. Oh. Okay, cryptic. Oh. Okay. Uh, the CIA had contact with someone. They called a high-level Cuban official, identified as, stick with me here, Am slash Lash, who I'm just going to refer to as Am Lash,
1: nice. who expressed his right.
2: desire. Thank you. He expressed his desire to the CIA to assassinate Castro. He came oh to them.
1: Oh he God. came to
2: the masters of failing. <laughs> and he said i'll help help you. <laughs> in response the cia armed him with sniper rifles and a poison pen with a hypodermic needle
1: the Duh. the difference between those two things i
2: i know <laughs> it's so okay wild. two very different vibes <laughs> amlash never used the pen because he thought it was silly good <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. According to the CIA case Officer he said that surely The CIA could have come up with something More sophisticated
1: than that Word. Wait till you hear about the poison diving Suit my friend <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't even know
2: <laughs> Alright Number six Sex Alright
0: The worst That's killer <laughs> <laughs> The moral of the story uh, this one- is <laughs> Abstinence Sex. is the only contraceptive oh, yeah. you ever need. Just That's, kidding.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I get so pissed when, when so because okay, like I get so pissed when people are like, um, technically abstinence is the only way to keep from getting pregnant, and I'm like, um, shut the fuck up. Like mm, no one that. asked you. Game. Sorry you've never known the touch of a woman. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's always in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Number six, it sex. is, it is, it is
2: never. I have never had a woman tell me um, abstinence is actually the only one hundred percent. Okay, anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> sex. Okay, <laughs> this one doesn't come from any CIA documents, but uh, rather from a personal testimony. So mm-hmm. take that how you will. The Vox <laughs> article I read this on, yeah, the Vox article I read this on was like disclaimer: this is not from CIA documents that have been released. This is just some woman. Uh, who gained a lot of notoriety. Um, there's actually a movie being made about this slash was made about this. Um, Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whew. The year 1959. A woman named Marita Lorenz. I think it's Lawrence. Marita Lawrence claimed she was recruited by the CIA to seduce and poison Castro by a man named E. Howard Hunt, who later went to prison for his role in Watergate. LOL. This is sexy.
1: <laughs>
2: right? This is, yeah, this is steamy. According to Lawrence, she, ha- she was given pills containing botulism, um, and she was assured really? that they would kill Castro in 30 minutes, OK? So, Marita, what in
0: the the cards against humanity card? (laughs) Okay, listen. I googled it. Apparently, yeah.
2: Apparently, (laughs) this, yeah. Uh, Okay. So, um, our our heroine Marita gets on a plane, and she says to herself, "I have these poison pills. I need to hide them so that I'm not discovered." So she decides to hide them in a jar of her moisturizer. Mm-hmm. So already she done fucked up, OK? When she gets there, she learns that the pills are covered in moisturizer, completely unusable, and they have to be flushed down the toilet, OK? Oh, no. I assumed
1: you meant they were inside of the contain, like the pill container oh, inside. Oh, no, Just the, the moisturizer
2: pills. is in there. No, the moisturizer is in the moisturizer container. Oof.
1: No, no oh, okay and she what, just, what I meant was like the pills were inside of their own container and then inside oh, of the moisturizer. It was just Oh pills. Tessa, you thought
2: this through too much. Marita was all gut.
1: <laughs> she was she all gut. A pill inside of my fucking moisturizer. She just moisturizer. popped it wow. in there. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
2: Could you imagine just like getting an Advil and putting it in your moisturizer and being like taking like a 12-hour flight and be like this will probably be fine.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <it's>
2: all right. <laughs> so uh she had to flush these pills down the toilet according to her she ends up apparent i don't know if there was like some kind of arranged meeting or what one of the things that i read in the vanity fair article about her is that it is incredibly difficult to to untangle her web of stories her web of lies her web of lies all right so through a series of circumstances and events, she ends up meeting Castro in a hotel room. According to her recounting, he asked her point blank if she'd been trained with, quote, counter revolutionaries in Miami. She told him yes. He asked if she came to kill him. She said yes. He handed Sexy. her a gun and said, <clears throat> I know this is so hot. Like this is, <laughs> cool. I'm a little turned on. He handed her a gun and said, you can't kill me. No one can kill me.
1: Oh, my God. I know. bad motherfucker. I know. (laughs) So she
2: she claims that she fell in love with him, became his lover, and had a child with him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He said, no one can kill me. And she said, fuck, I guess you're right. I love I guess you're right. And she had the same thing as me where she was like, you little shit. I love you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And uh those are six of the six hundred some odd,
1: quite wow. literally
2: one percent <laughs> of the assassination attempts of Fidel Castro.
1: That was amazing. Thank amazing. you. Thank you. You can't kill me. No one can kill me. That <laughs> that's the one I read line?
2: and I was like, this is hot. I gotta figure out a way to do a story about this.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. Alrighty, we've made it to the end. This this one might be short. I don't care. Okay. No. So 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 the title, <laughs> I haven't had dinner
0: yet, so it's all good. <laughs> the, t-
1: the title of of my topic, and really after I did this, I was like, fuck, maybe I should have done this in like October. But also, I saw a TikTok about it today, and I said, I have to, I have to do it. Um, I I titled it. I'm gonna keep it a little bit of a mystery. I titled it witches plus beer. Let's Ooh. go. Oh, so I think I saw this TikTok. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. okay, okay, okay. Oh so, man, okay, this yeah,
0: this is yeah. the danger of all of all of us using TikTok <laughs> now. <laughs> we're gonna see a TikTok and be like, I'm no, gonna do a topic there's... on this. And then, and then, we
1: then we we fortunately,
2: <laughs> I can count on you guys not being on leftist TikTok, so I'm in the clear.
1: <laughs> mm. bit. Uh, mm. yeah. That's actually that's fair. A lot of my for you page is just anime shit. Communism. Um,
2: Mine is communism. It's, it's just so- Karl Marx, <laughs> Lenin, Eat Your Landlord. It's just oh
1: my god. Hi Q, my <laughs> hero academic Anyway, okay, okay, moving on. My my sources are the uh, I, I cited the person that I found on the TikTok. His name is Lucas Arnold. Um I don't know if that's what you saw, Emmeline, but like uh, maybe he, he's I, I don't know. he's a com- he's a stand up comedian and also a voice actor. And he's pretty funny and like follow him if you want. Yeah, um, he's pretty cool. Um, and then uh, he and an actual angel. I watched the TikTok and I was like, holy shit. Oh no, where did he read about this? I'm mean, going to have to do so many Google searches. At the end of his TikTok, he said, "I put the link to the article I read about this in in my bio." And oh I was like, God. "You little shit, shit. I love you." Yes. <laughs> so I clicked on it. It's from the Smithsonian magazine. Ooh. So here we go. So first, I'm going to pose this question, um just just to see what your answers are. Um, for for a little bit of fun times, uh, what what do witches have to do with your favorite beer? They brew it. They ship it and label it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> witches do it. Um, we I was gonna say we drink it out of their tits, but I don't. Know, maybe that's a, little
1: too, <laughs> uh, maybe that's okay. a line. <sighs> that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to tell you about some historical beer brewing facts. Um, humans have been drinking beer for about seven thousand years. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been a while.
0: You know, it, when it's when it's more accessible than clean water, you mm-hmm. do what you got to yeah. do. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you. What is it?
2: That thing that I covered the the uh, the, the the fountains with the the movement. It was called the thing. It was yeah. called yeah yeah it yeah. was temperance. It was What's
1: called someone so, so
0: sad. yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
1: um, it was used uh, for religious ceremonies sometimes, and also it was a practical and calorie-rich drink for the home. Hell yeah, nutritious. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <to, laughs> yeah, nutritious energy. You know, um, from Vikings to Egyptians, um, women. Tended to brew the beer. Okay. So, yes, yes. yes, I have seen
2: this video.
1: Okay, here's it. Yeah, so so uh, there was also a citation from uh, the 12th century. Um, a nun in Germany named Hildegard von Bingen wrote. What? 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 Our fucking girl? Our fucking girl? <laughs> oh my. Boom! I feel Boom. like you know oh more about god. Hildegard than I do. Oh my <laughs> queen. Hild- oh, my girl. Oh my
2: god. She is dead? There is a Facebook page that tells me every day. (laughs) Yeah, she wrote a lot of chants. She was a badass.
1: Okay, cool, 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 cool. We love her. We love her. Yes. Okay, so this is like a music thing. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, about sorry, her? Okay, yeah, I was yeah, like, why do I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I know about her? Should I know more? No, about sorry, okay. yeah, music, yeah, yeah, hi- h- music history. Shit, music okay, history Okay, cool. Uh, she she wrote about hops and was um, oh, what a queen.
2: Oh okay. yeah, <laughs> as, as far
1: as far as I know, she was kind of the first one to add hops to her own beer recipe. What? She started craft beer. Oh my <gasps> god! <gasps> Boom.
0: Oh no. my god.
1: Y'all don't yeah, <laughs>
2: teach this shit in music history. No, so you're like, oh, also, I'm, she I'm, invented I'm, craft beer. <laughs>
0: tell I'm you sending my, my music you know. history professor a stern text message saying, Why did
1: you never teach me that? <laughs> probably probably <laughs> the it. first
2: one and not the second one. I don't want to talk with the second one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So so yeah, she was one of the many women who brewed beer at the time. Um, and she was also a nun and had stuff to do about music history, apparently. Hell yeah, random chants. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you,
0: Dave. So, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs>
1: uh, um, so I'm going to tell you some some other reasons that, that beer was like a, a big thing um, in the history from like the Stone Age to the 1700s. Uh, beer was an inexpensive way to consume and preserve grains. So they kept okay. it that way. It was cool. an important source of nutrients, like carbs and proteins. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if, like, the beer recipes now would have the same types of nutrients, but, like, that, that's what it was at the time from the Stone okay, Age cool. to 1700s with, with the hops and the, and the Hildegard von Bingen. Uh, queen. Yeah. yeah. Queen. So be- <laughs> queen. G- <laughs> so because beer was such, like, a household drink, for many families, um, fermenting beer became one of women's normal household tasks. Um, so yeah, and then like, it, it started out as a household thing for women, and then from that they started to build businesses out of it. Um. So they took oh no. their. Oh no! <laughs> so they took their household <laughs> skills. I know it's scary. So they they would take their household skill and would take it to the marketplace. Um, widows and unmarried women would do this for like extra money, and then uh, sometimes married women would partner with their husbands and do a, and have a beer business with their hubbies. Nice. Which I think is cute. See, That's next so time nice. next time some asshole with a long
0: ass beard wearing a flannel shirt <laughs> wants to tell me about beer and be like, you didn't start this You know who
1: started it? Hildegard von Bingen. You know anything? Yeah, know so what fucking that fucking IPA. The fucking uh, IPA none. you're drinking?
0: Yo, that to women, you piece of shit. You don't know
1: anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, stop so, ghosting
0: yeah. your girlfriend. Damn.
1: <laughs> fucking quit it. So. <laughs> so. Women, women took their beer businesses to the marketplace, right? So when they were at the marketplace, they said, how are the customers? It's it's crowded. You know, there's a lot of people at the marketplace. How are my customers going to be able to, like, see me and know that I'm the beer bitch? How, how will they know? And so their answer to that was to wear tall, pointy hats. <gasps> So, so they, they would wear those so that customers could see them through a crowd and they'd be like, there's the beer, bitch. And they go over and they buy the beer. Yeah. Um, they used to transport the beer. They used cauldrons no, to transport oh, the okay. beer. No, okay. my God. Okay. No, they didn't. Okay. You find that. Say According to the Smiths on the end, they said <laughs> cauldrons were Perfect for transporting beer. And then um to keep you know you know, they sometimes would have problems with like mice getting at the grain. They were like, Hey, I need that grain for my beer. Um and so they they would they would like pick up cats and have cats s- to keep their mice away wow. from the grain. Right? aww I know, so cute. So so yeah. Um and then as <laughs> As I'm sure some of you know, the Reformation came. Um Boo. Especially in, in England and Ireland in the 16th century. If you're unfamiliar with it, it was a fundamentalist religious movement. Um, it, it called for really strict gender norms and also condemned witchcraft. Um, and so the fucking men said, oh, I want the beer business for my own. Here's an opportunity. So, boo. They uh, they took this <laughs> as an opportunity to accuse uh, female brewers, female beer oh, brewers, of witchcraft. No. And they said that... Um, they were brewing potions in their cauldrons instead of beer. No, Goody Proctor. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or like, it's a bit of a bad potion they're feeding to people. Um, yeah, so... Sorry. Yeah. And, you know, of course, everyone believes men. They're so smart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Literally nothing in history
0: has gone wrong because of men. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nothing yeah, bad terrifying. has ever happened.
1: Right. So, yeah. um, And because of this, like, fucking God, it, it spread around and it became actually dangerous for women to continue brewing beer um, because if they were... Found guilty of witchcraft, which, like, how the fuck did they do that? Men went up and said, Weighed them against a duck. (laughs) (laughs) So so they could be ostracized, they could have been imprisoned, um, and ultimately they could have been killed for witchcraft. So they had to, like, stop brewing beer because men were like, That's a witch. And I want the beer business, and so yeah, I, th- I think it's really interesting. And That's what the TikTok was ultimately about was that um, uh, every like some of these really stereotypical conceptions that we have about witches comes from women brewing beer, like the tall pointy Damn. hats. Like that was just from women brewing beer, and that's what they did. And having the cauldrons and having the cats. Like it's not as. Um, or those are those women who were brewing beer were not did not have cats as like a demonic familiar. It was right. just to keep cat. Uh, ma- oh my god! It was just to keep mice away from grain, from their wow. precious grain. Right? Wild. So I, go go ahead.
2: Go ahead. I was gonna say I think it's also so interesting that you mentioned a lot of these women were you know either single for whatever reason or elderly right and like those so often are the women we most villainize in society is you know these women who for whatever reason can't get a man or who are just like old and don't give a shit because like Mm -hmm. what's scarier than a woman who's old and doesn't care what you think
1: (laughs) (laughs) she can make beer and we can't have that um, yeah, I just think it's yeah, so interesting yeah. that those. Yeah, that I don't know, you
2: know, chicken or the egg, which one led to the other? But uh, yeah, no, interesting.
1: I agree with you, man. Yeah, and then uh, I do have a section that's men's actual thoughts because a lot of them didn't oh. actually think that they were when they're that they were witches, of course. Mm. Um, they <gasps> oh, lied. Oh my god. <laughs> the, oh, but, my god. They thought that women should not be able to brew beer because it took too much time Uh, because, you know, they had to gather the grains and like brew the beer and then sweep and clean up after the whole thing and then also take it to the marketplace and sell it and that kind of thing. And that took time away from raising the children.
0: Oh, not the yeah, children. heaven forbid y'all so do that shit together. <laughs> I know. Heaven God. forbid the father actually have any responsibility in raising oh, God, your child. No.
1: I know. They were like, I don't, I don't, I fucking hate my kid. Why would you leave me alone with them? You know? <laughs> <laughs> What's God. this thing here? Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this thing, this thing that, that cries
0: all day. I don't want it. Whoa. Take it back. Return <laughs> so. to sender. <laughs> Return to (laughs) Senate.
1: So, yeah, and in in some, like, towns in the 1500s, Chester, England was one of them. They actually made it illegal for women to brew beer. Um, They were afraid that young alewives would grow up and become old spinsters because they brewed beer. Oh, Oh, God forbid. And so... Yeah, everything that was kind of associated with women brewing beers, such as pointy hats, cauldrons, cats, um, split, and like associated, ended up being associated with witches. And then men took over the fucking beer industry, and now it's like, it became like a quote unquote a man's drink, you know? Mm -hmm. Brews for men, but like, women did that shit for you from the beginning. For, ev- mm-hmm. for everyone, really. They said, beer for everybody. We love it. Nutrients yeah. and calories. Yay. Hildegard said, like, while you're here, listen to some of my chants. <laughs> she <laughs> sang and she brewed her beer. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what... I just thought that was really fucking interesting. So I wanted to talk about it. Hell, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, for sure. I listened to a
2: really interesting podcast the other day that talked about how... Um, there used to be a really rich tradition of beer brewing among enslaved people in the United States, mm-hmm. and basically that tradition was lost because of racism and classism. And Dang. yeah, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. That, Are we that seems
1: to no, I'm not. Like Yeah. It seems like everybody else was doing it, and then white men were like, No, I want it. No, and it's so- mine.
2: <laughs> Let me see if I can find out what it was called. It was really interesting. Tim and I listened to it the other day. Was it Planet Money? I'm not gonna be able to find it. Watch, I'm gonna sit here forever and be like, herp No, was it uh it was freakonomics? Hold on. Hmm. Well, I don't know if it was Freakonomics or if it was um, Planet Money, but one of the like one of the economics podcasts that Tim listens to in the car that I also secretly enjoy um, <laughs> <laughs> ta- talked know. about talked him. about the it's history okay. of. <laughs> no, he knows. Speak your we, truth. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely knows. We talk about them all the time. Um, But, yeah, they talked about, like, the history of beer brewing in the United States, and it's, like, ties with racism, and it was really, really fascinating.
1: Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. (sighs) Wild give beer brewing back to everyone else. <laughs> and
2: now we got fucking Bud Light Lime. Like, y'all, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> y'all remember that goddamn Bud Light seltzer I drank during during the Christmas yeah. the, the
0: The Christmas one? Oh,
1: yeah. Like, <laughs> gingerbread <laughs> or whatever thanks, it was.
0: Thanks for nothing. Peppermint, oh, patty. Peppermint <laughs> patty. Peppermint patty. <Ooh. laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Literal garbage. Thanks for nothing, men. <laughs> mm. Ugh, Trash garbage trash useless (laughs) what else can i say
1: women brew the beer do it i know you want to just do (laughs) it just just do it it.
0: don't let your dreams be dreams (laughs) (laughs) thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of shit face facts if you want to keep up with us on instagram you can follow us at sht faced facts that's shit facts with no i Um, Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and if you want to send us an email with drink recommendations, any topics you want to talk about, um, your favorite Beatles song, your favorite craft beer, your favorite Fidel Castro assassination attempt, (laughs) you can email us at shtfacefacts at
1: gmail.com. If you want to leave us a voice message with any of the same things, uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash that That's shitfacefacts with no I. And remember, there's no I in team
2: and there's no I in shit. Can't Say hello to your poop ghost out. for us all. poop okay. <laughs> okay, well, for us all. Say hello to your poop ghost. <laughs>